I can guarantee you if you were to be hanging out a sunroof right now almost anywhere in Windsor-Essex, face full of fish flies. Just uh. <laughs> every square inch. Are the sound effects necessary? <laughs> it is true, Ooh. though. They're bad. They're bad right now. Yeah, yeah. Every Even going in the mornings to the drive through at McDonald's, they're all over the sign. They're all over the drive through windows. They're all over everybody's windows because they're attracted to the light. Uh, do you know what's funny? They were so bad on Peely Island when I went for that wine tour yeah. that one time. Somebody had three on them, and I was like, don't move. You have three fish flies on you. And I picked them off by their little wings, like yeah. one by one. Yeah. And they said, you know what? I've just, I'm going to have to accept this. Oh, yeah. They're like, just leave them and don't tell me they're exactly. there. And I said, okay, I disagree. <laughs> if I have three fish flies on me, please tell me please tell me, and take them off my body. I We were walking yesterday, my fiance Sammy and I, and, you know, she would be like, oh, you've got like two fish flies on your hat. I'm like, you've got three on your hat. There's one on your leg. Like, even if they land on your skin, you don't feel them because they just land there and stop. It's yeah. not like they're crawling around. Yeah. So if something's not biting me, it's not crawling around, it's just hitching a ride, it's probably going to be dead in three hours. I'm like, whatever. You do whatever you want to do. Oh, you my know? gosh. They no, were... just knowing it's it's a big, creepy, crawly feeling. Yeah? Mm. Don't like it? All right, Sammy well. was probably mad. She's like, why no, did you No, she doesn't care me? either. They, no. they were all up in the house, though, too. Like, I was doing the same thing as you with the picking them up by their wings method. Yeah. I had a paper towel. I took, like, three of them. I was like, okay, anyone else in here? Here we go, guys. Back outside. Go die alone somewhere. Oh. You're done now. Um, but, hey, it's uh, Throwback Thursday today. Yes. So we're going to get into some music trivia around 8.30. Ooh, I can't wait to find out which year you decide. Yeah, well, to get into the spirit of Throwback Thursday, I wanted to play this for you. A pretty interesting TikTok I came across the other day. What if My Chemical Romance were running up that hill for the Black Parade? Hmm? And So needless to say, my entire TikTok for you is all Stranger Things stuff right now. I can't escape it. Me too. And I'm still farther (laughs) behind than everyone else, so it's hard not to try and spoil it. But um, our Mm brother-in-law called us last night, my fiance and I, like up in arms. And Kevin was outside checking the pool skimmer. And so I pick up the phone. I'm like, hey, Spencer, Kevin's outside. And uh, he says, you need to go get him and yell across the yard that there's a uh, Detroit Red Wings Colorado Avalanche documentary on TSN. Oh, yeah. And so it was all about, like, the rivalry that I didn't even know existed as not a huge hashtag sportsball fan. So Colorado and Detroit in, like, 1997, 1998, they had, like, one of the craziest yeah. hockey fights of all of all time. Like, the goalies were out. It was absolutely wild. And that was, like, that would have been when the Avs won in 97 and then Detroit in 98. And then, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I forgot that that was coming out, too. That's awesome. Unrivaled. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what it was. It was really, really interesting cool. and really cool. All right. It gets you fired up. Good stuff. Well, clearly some things living in our heads rent-free Fish flies, uh, the My Chemical Romance version of running up that hill. And the Colorado and Avalanche Detroit Red Wings documentary. Unrival. Waking you up. Come on, hey. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. It's just fun. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Got a text here that said, how about Tim Allen polluting our Great Lakes? Wait, what's you, Tim Allen doing? What is Tim Allen doing? What are you doing, Tim Allen? Uh, he doesn't know. Where he was, was that from? Home Improvement. That was uh, the sound he, he would always make on that show back there. Uh, Man. <laughs> Comedy in, like, the 80s. That was so weird. Uh, uh, 
Same sound he made when his yacht spilled fuel into a Michigan marina. What? On 4th of July weekend. Truly. Yeah. I guess they actually had to shut down uh, this marina in Traverse City because his yacht, like, I don't know what happened here. I'm not trying to be shady, but Uh I didn't think Tim Allen was rich enough to to have have a yacht. yacht. Uh, Let let me introduce you to a certain uh, franchise called The Santa Claus. I know I've seen it. That alone. But it's been years. But. It's been years. The thing about Christmas content every single year. People are going to be bumping it, but uh, his royalties are still coming through from those Christmas oh, movies, guaranteed. But uh, yeah, on Lake Michigan, Traverse City, uh, it looks like Tim Allen's yacht accidentally leaked thirty gallons of diesel fuel into the marina, wow. uh, so the marina was forced to shut down uh, for most of the Fourth of July. It was reopened just in time for the evening, I guess. I don't know how it happened. I don't. He had, didn't have any idea what was going on. I legitimately haven't looked at Tim Allen's face in probably about seven to eight. Years. I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> is it is it time to just do away with yachts? Did you hear about? Remember we were talking back a, a while ago about Jeff Bezos' five hundred million dollar super yacht that they were going to take down a bridge. Yes, to everyone, get, get rid of your yachts and send them to okay. uh, sixteen forty Olet Avenue. Right. That is the um, address to the radio station. No one's right allowed there. to have yachts anymore except for Hannah. Uh-huh. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. The only way to wake up. 93.9. Virgin Radio. Travel, it's about to come even more expensive. No. By come, I mean become. Become, I assume. Even more expensive. Uh-huh. And it's not because of gas prices, even though that has been, like, a really big factor in all of this. Well, gas prices actually got a little bit cheaper today in a lot of places. I saw one seven at the front of a price, which is something I haven't seen in a while. Oh, so. my gosh. Hey. Who, who would have thought we'd be excited hey, about that? I love that. But it's apart from high prices in gas and airlines losing your luggage, canceling your flights, delaying them, uh, now there's going to be a flat tourist rate to visit certain places in Europe. Oh. So specifically, Venice is the first one who's going to start doing this, charging people a flat rate from three euros to ten euros to visit the city of Venice. To, to visit the city? Yeah. And listen, I want to know if you think this is a good idea or not. Uh-huh. Because I think that this is genius. It's kind of like they're treating Venice as like a Parks Canada type park. It costs money to go to Parks uh, Canada because they need okay. money for maintenance. They need to keep it running, maintain the streets and all of their like attractions. And it is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Hmm. So they have to keep Venice at a certain operating standard. So huh. all of this money that they're taking, this extra, it's like a three euro tax, which would be like, what, like five, six bucks, will keep the city looking as beautiful as they intend it to look. It's like paying cover to go into a club. Literally, it's just what? like that. It's like, man, I have to pay for cover and pay for drinks. How dare you? Yeah. Just imagine they did that here, though. Like, when to come into Windsor, you have to pay ten bucks. Listen, Windsor, <laughs> I love you. you Is it, it Venice? <laughs> um, so the new plan applies only to people who are visiting for the day, and if you're staying overnight, the fees actually just rolled up immediately into your hotel bill. So they mm. kind of want people to stay overnight and yeah. stay longer and spend more money. And so the fee goes up depending on how busy the city is. Really? So this is going to keep, like, the levels of tourism hopefully to a more manageable standard. Yeah. If you visit during peak tourist season on a really busy day, middle of the afternoon, you're going to be paying more 
if you're visiting on some random Tuesday night, you're not going to be paying very much. So it's like surge pricing for Uber as well. Literally, it's exactly like, I love it. I think it's genius. I don't like like that they're adopting these models. Like, how how could we make more money off No, no, no. But squeeze blood from a stone? Think of the sheer amount of people who visit Venice every single year. Tourists come, they destroy the city. Yeah. And it's, they can't even fix it up fast enough with all these people coming through and they have no money to do so. Yeah. All these people are seeing Venice's attractions completely for free and it costs money to maintain them. Mm. I think this is really smart. And so uh, there's a quote here from somebody and I don't, oh, it's from the city in a news release. I'm like, I don't know who said this. (laughs) It says the aim is to de-incentivize day trippers at certain times of the year and to incentivize overnight tourism. Mm. Okay. But it's so much better when there's like not a ton of people around, uh, especially when you're seeing old stuff. Yeah. Like, you want to kind of transport yourself back to the times when these places were built. And when yeah, you were, sure. like, elbow deep in a bunch of strangers with selfie sticks mm, and yeah. can't move. Not ideal. It's it's not ideal. That's We were in Bruges, Belgium. And it's, like, a, again, a UNESCO medieval city, right? Right. But there were people everywhere. You couldn't get a single, like, picture of anything without 70 tourists. Okay. So I think it's a great idea. And but I, think... I could be wrong. Like, let us know. Yeah, what do you think? Text 10939. Personally, I find a great way to avoid the crowds is don't go to the popular expensive places. Use your time off to go walk through the woods and sleep on the ground. I would love to go to Venice. I yeah. think that that would be a bucket list item for me to go to Venice. Mm-hmm. Did you ever read The Thief Lord as a kid? No, I didn't read The Thief Lord. Okay. I've heard of it. Shout out to everybody who read <laughs> The Thief Lord because that was what made me want to go to Venice. And shout out to everyone who is with a person who just loves to go camping out in the woods uh, for their vacation. It's a lot like this. Brian, is this our vacation? Yeah. Oh. Are we trash? Kinda. <laughs> Johnny Parks. 939. Virgin Radio. Some good points getting brought up on the text line here, 10939. Hannah told us that in Venice, they're gonna start charging you just to go there. Yeah? Yeah, like a flat rate, three to ten euro tax, I suppose. Yeah, just to be in Venice. And I was like, well, what if they did that in Windsor? Could that work? Text at 10939 said, when you think about it, people coming from the US do have to pay a toll to come to Windsor. <sighs> Mind blown. The troll toll you got to pay when crossing that bridge. So I, yeah, some a goose think is it's sitting it. there and it's like pay up. Its wing goes out. Oh, you'll pay. You're you'll... in Canada now, baby. <laughs> uh, another text. Welcome to the north. Yeah. Shane said uh, there were cities in Germany that charged you a fee every day, a city tax. So this is a thing that exists out there. See, I'm saying... It's a good idea. You can maintain the same standard uh-huh. for your city, for tourists, for years and years to come. Okay. Well, I think it's going to make me stay away from Venice. The only Venice I've been to is Venice Beach, and uh, the only toll I paid was my soul in that place. <laughs> your soul? Oh I have also been to Venice Beach, but uh, they have really great churros, which I think is yeah. a soul-affirming food as okay. opposed to a soul-stealing moment. Yeah, my experience at Venice Beach was my friend who was borderline blackout got an L.A. tattoo on his ankle okay. at, a, at a shop on the boardwalk and then we went across uh, to the bathrooms on the beach and started beatboxing and literally like a 50-person crowd freestyle cypher started up. So you were really like committed to that L.A. life even oh, though yeah. you guys only went one time. He's like, I need to get an L.A. tattoo on my ankle. Yeah, and then we started a freestyle cypher that got out of control and that is that was the true price of admission. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. Wake up, wake up. Yeah. 93.9. Virgin Radio.
It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Alert, alert. It's happening. Everybody stay calm. The Pretty Little Liars reboot has an official trailer. Got a secret. Yes. Do that to us. So Pretty Little Liars only ended in like 2013. Okay. So nine years later, they were like, we need it back. Uh That show was so unhinged, but you just can't look away. No. So Pretty Little Liars Original Sin is the name of the reboot. My friends and I just twerk to this theme song every time it comes on. It's terrifying. It's so spooky. (laughs) So anyway, the reboot is coming out on July 28th, so pretty soon on HBO Max. So that would assumably be Crave for us Uh because all the HBO shows end up coming out on Crave in Canada. Right. But here's a little clip from the actual official trailer of PLL Original Sin. Every town has one. The scary house across the street from the cemetery where the girl lived alone with her mother. And something terrible happened. In Millwood, that girl was me. (laughs) So instead of like Rosewood or Rosedale, it's Millwood. Okay. Just a classic American town. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I love yeah. PLL. I'm happy for you. It's so, so unhinged. But is A back? Is it the same A or is it a different A? We're going to have to find out. I don't know what any of that means. None I of this thought, means anything to John. I thought that PLLs were the drink from Starbucks, but that's fine. That's a PSL. All right. Pumpkin spice okay. latte. This is your PSA about PLLs and PSLs. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. That's my strengths, really. Is those three <laughs> Seriously. Things. There's a new Walkerville restaurant coming. Everybody's really excited Ooh. about it. They're opening a new location of the Goat Tap and Eatery in Walkerville. Oh, yeah. Nice. So this is actually their third location. There's uh, the Goat in LaSalle on Malden, and there's one in Bell River as well. They say that the Walkerville location is opening in early 2023 in partnership with Rosati, the construction group. They have these things on the menu at the Goat called golf balls, and they're actually Brussels sprouts. Oh. But they're so good. I don't yeah. know what they put in them, but they're amazing. Is it like, are, are they fried in any way? Are they kind of more of like a buttery? I'm pretty sure they're fried and there might be bacon involved. Ooh, like, okay. It's been a minute. The first time I ever met my fiance's sister and soon to be brother-in-law, we actually went to the Goat in LaSalle. Nice. And we've been together for ever, ever since. So maybe it's a romantic spot. Yeah, it's because of the goat. <laughs> it is, it is. And then Leonardo DiCaprio, he says he struggles with face blindness, where you really have trouble recognizing the faces of people that you've met before. And here's the thing. Don't we all? We uh-huh. would all love this experience. Oh, yeah, for sure. Can you imagine the amount of times that you've been like, nice to meet you when someone says, we've met? Yeah, for me, it's, like, I'm good with faces, terrible with names. I'll know you. Like, yeah, I absolutely have met you before. No idea who you are, how I know you, what your name is. So I'm just going to be like, hey, yeah, yeah, you, good to see you. Hey, brother. I'm really, yeah, that's how I go. (laughs) Hey, brother. They're so thrown off, they don't even remember to talk about their name, yeah. But Leonardo DiCaprio, he's thinking it's an actual medical condition. The question is, is he suffering from this medical condition of facial blindness, or is he genuinely just uh, 
a D-bag <laughs> and not remembering meeting people. So here's his excuse. He actually uh-huh. did an interview. He said that um, he's always had trouble remembering new people and recognizing them. And he says it's worried it's led people to assume he's aloof and remote or even self-absorbed. So no. there, there is Brad Pitt, an actor, self-absorbed. Well, Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio are two different people. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> I said Leonardo DiCaprio. Who is face blind now? This entire thing I've been talking about Brad Pitt. Really? I, I meant Brad Pitt this whole wow. time. Have I really been saying wow. Leonardo DiCaprio this whole time? You're out here judging this guy because yeah, you said Leo. Even before you were talking to me, you said it was Leo. Oh, my God. You're I don't judging, know why I did that. You're judging because Brad Pitt says that he's face blind. Yes, Brad Pitt says he's face blind. You've been calling him Leonardo DiCaprio the whole time. I know the, the difference time. between Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. 93.9. Virgin Radio. If someone stinks, do you tell them? Do you have that conversation with someone, especially if you're in close proximity with them often? It's like, look, you got to do something, man. I will never. No? No. You will never, as in you think I stink and you just don't have the courage to confront me about it? or I don't think that you smell bad, but, <laughs> but there's an not odor? good. Oh, boy. It's all coming out in the wash now. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. No, it's a neutral non-smell. Neutral? I've got my, I've got, I actually have a bit of cologne on today. So I would you like you, cologne I would on? like you to smell you me later. You own cologne? Yes. No. It is a, it's from Zara. Zara. I've had the same bottle oh, of yeah. cologne for like seven or eight years. Because I know I barely, the one. barely ever use it. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good. You know, what's not good is when people in your life stink. And we have Amanda on the phone. 519-792-6040. You had a coworker who definitely had uh, odor problems. And thing is, he always had a stick of deodorant in his work pants. So he would try. And he would just be like, oh, I got to go to the restroom and would put on deodorant. Like, mm-hmm. it was never enough. The dude constantly smelled Aww. like just That's rotten sad. mangoes. Rotten like, mangoes. I'm surprised <laughs> the gnats <laughs> weren't flying all over oh, him no. and flies. It was That's bad. atrocious. There's not enough essential oils to cover that stench. So that's bad. That's going to ruin mangoes for you forever. Rotten mangoes. See, I thought it was like B.O. and kind of feeling a little sad for him. Well, that's actually how they describe the uh, scent of my cologne was rotten mango. Um, We bring this up because I guess Leonardo DiCaprio also was pretty stinky back in the 90s. So don't feel bad. Maybe if you do have an odor problem, you're not alone. Here's the question. So what did he smell like? Like, did they say specifically, was it body odor or was it something else? Well, here's the thing. Actress Miriam, oh boy, I don't know how to pronounce this last name, Margulies? Margulies? She starred with Leonardo DiCaprio in Romeo and Juliet. Okay. And that was 1996. Mm -hmm. She claims he stunk on that set. Who's interviewing this actress being like so shady? Says he was a bit smelly because it was very hot in Mexico and... Young boys don't make themselves frag- fragrant. They don't wash all the bits. Oh, she says, no. I mean, he looked gorgeous back then, but he didn't necessarily smell so great. So Coming out years later after the fact. Leonardo like, DiCaprio. Let me throw him under the bus. Not Brad Pitt. Stinks. Like, I just got yeah, the mixed up. Yeah, exactly. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Come on. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Okay, so Johnny, there's a fun candy I just found out about that you're going to love because it's based on one of your favorite things. Oh, yeah? Minions. Oh, Jesus. 
Yeah. Johnny's so tired of all the minions. <sighs> I love minions. Yeah. Don't talk smack about my minions. Okay, so there's this edition of Bean Boozled. This actually came out a while ago, but since minions are, like, back in the spotlight, right. uh, it came up for me. You know that mystery, like, jelly bean game, Bean Boozled? Two colors look the same, one tastes good, one tastes awful. Yeah, you get, you know, either green apple or boogers. Or, okay, well, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh-huh. Uh, this new edition of Bean Boozled, Minion Edition, the green apple could also be Minion Fart. What? How does, what does a minion fart taste like? We will never know until we get this edition of Bean Boozled. I am, you're, you just, you did this to yourself. I'm going to find this. I'm going to buy it and you will be tasting minion farts. I don't even know if this is available anymore because it what? actually came out in like 2017. This How was invented. That? And I did go to the Jelly Belly website and it's uh-huh. not currently for oh, sale. Geez. So Johnny needs to, like, find some black market minion bean boozled. Oh, yeah. I can do it. If anyone could do it, it's me. The amount of time I spend on Kijiji and Facebook Marketplace, I'll find a minion fart jelly bean, and it's coming for you. (laughs) Johnny's getting strictly minion farts. He says no green apple, only minion farts. I'll tell you that they're green apple, but they are all going to be minion farts. All right. Well, that's uh, that's at least a project for me to work on, finding some of these minion fart jelly beans. But uh, speaking of things that could give you a toothache... Post Malone, new album, 12 Carat Toothache. Right. There's going to be a very special way to enjoy that coming up. It's okay. going to all be a part of a what's happening that's all about the future of music. And it's terrifying. Morning. Hey, Hannah and Johnny. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Here's what's happening. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. I just don't know about the direction of the music industry anymore. Here's the thing. You were very heavily involved in the music industry a couple years ago. Yeah. So is this a little bit of old man yells at cloud? I don't know. You tell me. Virtual concerts. Mm -hmm. Do you think they would be worth paying for to to go to? Is that something that you think is the future? You put on your VR headset and you're there. It it depends how much you're paying. Uh I don't know if I'll ever buy a VR headset. No? Something about the whole thing just doesn't really sit right. Well, this doesn't sound like you'll have to pay to see it, but it does sound kind of like the future of this. Post Malone has an upcoming virtual reality concert where where he'll do a 40-minute set. It's going to include all the songs on his new album, 12 Carat Toothache. Um, He says it's a cool, different way to experience the album. And there will be guest appearances even with uh, Kid Leroy, Fleet Foxes, Roddy Rich. But It's a cool idea. But do you remember when everybody thought 3D TVs were the future Uh and nobody ever, like, followed suit? Right. Because, like, you don't want to wear 3D glasses when you're watching TV and relaxing at home. Yeah, that was never a good idea. I think virtual reality is one of those things everyone's like, it's going to be the future. But once the novelty wears off, Mm. it's like, I don't want to wear this headset and be shut off from everything else in my life. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And it reminds me, too, of the whole hologram thing. You know, when there was that Tupac hologram, everyone was like, this is the future, hologram concerts. And I think some people have been trying to pursue that. But it's just, it's it's kind of strange. Yeah. Um, you know what? You can't check your phone and scroll Instagram when you have a virtual reality headset on. Or and for that reason, I'm it. out. I think you can do it literally as you watch. The information will just be scrolling by the screen. You'll be in the matrix, Hannah. Your reality is what you want it to be. <laughs> whoa, 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 what's going on? Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9. Virgin Radio. Stranger Things has always given me fall vibes. Yeah. I think it's because it's kind of spooky. For sure. And people are all up in arms over the Stranger Things subtitles. Ah, yes. Because they are 
disgusting. They're very descriptive, but the choice of words, whoever is writing the subtitles on season four of Stranger Things, they have their thesaurus and they have used every single word for moist and wet that exists in the human vocabulary. Good for them. So uh, there are some examples here of things that have been the subtitles of season four of Stranger Things. Along the bottom of your screen, you may see the words gate pulses wetly. Or that's Johnny trying to do that noise. I had hand sanitizer in my hand. I was hoping it would be squishy sounding. You also have uh, seen the phrase tentacles undulating moistly. Oh, I hate this. I hate this. And somebody even made a fake subtitle photo. Uh And the phrase said, delicate, unsettling music builds into squelching climax wetly and in Russian. That's not real. (laughs) How could you even do that? I don't know. What's Russian? Squelching climax wetly and in Russian. <laughs> That's what that was, I think. That's the kind of stuff that I delete from my browser history. I know. Good Lord. Imagine the person Ugh. writing these subtitles is like getting flagged on their company computer. <laughs> like, what are you tentacles I don't vibrating know. moistly? I don't, I don't did, understand. Did they use the word vibrating in there? They didn't. I just, um, that's another Well. Word. You know what? This this works really well with what I want to share with you coming up. There's some studies coming out. Which generation do you think? Johnny, is... I thought it was Throwback Thursday music trivia. Okay, fine. We'll we'll wait after after Throwback Thursday music trivia later on. We're going to talk about which generation gets it on the most. It just felt right with the squelching tentacles. But before that, <laughs> Ew! we're going to go. <laughs> Ew. We do Throwback Thursday music trivia at 8.30 every single week. Johnny's like, well, now that you mentioned squelching testicles, I'm completely changing the plan. I didn't say testicles. I said tentacles. Oh, tentacles. (laughs) All right, get your mind out of the gutter. I love it. Love the morning. Anna and Johnny on on, on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. So I just got a text from my soon-to-be sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. It says, well, I got to go into work late today and am feeling blessed and highly favored because if that weren't the case, I would not have heard the word squelching testicles to start my day with a bunch of A's. She says, I am deceased. Uh, oh, my God. We were talking about the, the captions, the closed clap captioning under Stranger Things. Yeah. And it, I meant squelching tentacles. Yeah, you didn't say that. You said I didn't. something else. I didn't. Um, I'm sorry. But, hey, it's Throwback Thursday music trivia time. Yes. Woohoo! And the crazy part is, speaking of throwbacks, we mentioned LimeWire coming back as an NFT. Mm-hmm. I think just mentioning the word LimeWire made my computer crash. It Out of commission, frozen solid. Even the name alone yes. will ruin your yes. life. Just like your family computer back in the day. You downloaded an improperly named song, and it just broke your computer completely, and your family was furious with you. Uh, did the same thing here. So <laughs> You're like, I hope this was worth it for whatever Maroon 5 She Will Be Loved version <laughs> that came out the end. So now, Hannah is actually going to take the reins for Throwback Thursday Music Trivia. This is a rarity. That's right. We're doing 2014 today. Hell of a year. Yes. uh, Trends that were popular in 2014. Wearing one single earring. Okay. If you were wondering, also those uh, faux fur vests. Mm. Remember people would put faux fur vests over everything? Right. Yep. So let's take a look at the top songs of 2014. And now, Johnny, you're going to have to guess. Yes. And you as well. Text along 10939 if you know the name of the artist, name of the song. We are starting with the most depressing one because I want to get it out of the way. Okay. Okay, here goes. Sounds familiar. Oh, man. 
You know this. Oh, it's so familiar. Text 10939 if you know. Oh, yeah. You'll get it soon. Say something, I'm giving up on you. Like, why? Why was this the vibe? I don't know. This song had a chokehold on 2014. I'll be the one if you want me to. I actually worked in radio when this song yeah. was really big, and it ruined it for me for life. Yeah. Anywhere I would have followed you. Also, we got a text. Johnny, stop pretending it's not all the tabs you have open that makes your computer crash. Well, say something I'm giving up on you. This was me to my computer like five minutes ago. Literally. <laughs> You're like black and white and sad footage. I don't know who the artist is. Is is the song called Say Something? Say Something. Okay. In brackets, I'm giving up on I'm you. I'm giving up on you. So the artist is a great big world. Wow, would not have guessed that. They, I don't think, had a lot of other songs, but this one was no. pretty big. Were all their songs sad? Um, I don't know, because I never listened to another they're, one of their songs. Their niche? I, I remember this was a huge song. But yeah. It's just huge. Depresso. Anyway, it's really sad. So good yeah. job on that one. We got a lot of people on the text line there. Good for you guys. Okay, next. Uh-huh. Ooh, which one next? Let's do this one. Hopefully, Johnny, if you can't guess this song, you can't sit with us forever. Come on. Because this is one of my favorites. Okay. 2014 was such a good year for music. You better know this song. Text line, get my back, 1093.9. He always makes fun of me for not knowing your weird Third Eye Blind song. You're telling me you don't know this song? Third Eye Blind Whatever. is a classic. <laughs> Do you even know the artist? You must. I'm having a hard time drawing a blank. You'll get it here. I know. I know what it is. That was such a big hint when I said one of my faves. Yeah. She sang this at her concert. It's so wild good. to me to think like Ariana Grande 2014. How long ago was that? 2014. That's like it was a while ago. Eight, eight years ago? Something like that? This was one of her bigger first songs, but. Yeah. And then it's a featuring Zed. Yeah, they got that on the text line. 10939. Yes. People see other people rattled by this. The text just all caps. How was that eight years ago? It's crazy, it's hey? Insane. Anyway, big Ariana Grande right. fan. I could just take over and play that song all day, but could. let's not. No, let's what go. about from one of Johnny's faves, this one oh. from 2014? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> uh, text 10939. Who could this be? This was a big, big song in 2014. Do you know the name, though? The song. I don't. I don't think I do. I don't know if I would know the name of the song either. You can recognize the voice, though, can't you? Yeah. Oh, someone got it on the text line. Yeah. You know, I've made a point of blocking out Maroon 5. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, the band is... You're like, we don't recognize Maroon 5 songs? Oh, yeah. Do you remember this? It's been so long since I heard this one. Yeah. 
They got it on the text line. Maps. Maps. By Maroon 5. Maps by Maroon 5. Yeah, without you, I would be completely lost, text line. Thank you so much for everyone who was uh, weighing in on this because I had no idea. And uh, no 2014 was a really big party year. Remember uh-huh. we did 2013 and that was oh, a lot of party yeah, songs? Yeah, that was off the wall crazy. What about this one? I like us better when we're wasted. Yeah. This was the attitude of the 20 teens for sure. Yeah. Hmm. This was big because it came out in college for me. Yeah. Good party song. For sure. Still don't know who it is, though. It'll be interesting to see if anyone knows who sings this. Hmm. Um, they were just here recently, actually. Oh, really? Oh, my God. This was every song in 2014. Just throw a beat in there. I actually looked up the lyrics to the song to make sure there was no swears. Oh, yeah. And I realized there was literally four lines. Mm-hmm. And that's the end. There's no words. Oh, that's it. No, there's actually a verse, but yeah, it's have, one verse and another chorus, and that's it. I have no idea who this is. Text line, do you have it? 10939. It is Quasted. Quasted. So you said the hint was. He was just here recently. He was just here. On uh, Canada Day. And when you hear these kind of build ups. Yeah. This would be. That's Tiesto. Tiesto. All right. Okay, one more. Yeah, Promise. Yeah, you got one more? Last one. Mm-hmm. 2014 was so good. This clapper almost goes as hard as Sean Paul's clapper. <laughs> a lot of clapping. Oh, I remember this one. This was on my workout playlist. Okay, pretty good. I, I know what one this is. Yes, okay, my favorite text, it says um, Iffy Axles, and then they said, oh my god, I can't type, Iggy Azalea, (laughs) but they accidentally said Iffy Axles. Iffy Axle honestly is more accurate a description of her, I feel (laughs) bit of an Iffy Axle. Yeah, that was 2014 was like the year of Iggy. Yeah, that was big the, year. Fancy came out in 2014 fancy. too, but I thought that would be too easy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And you got the name. Yeah. Iggy. Um, Who's the feature on it, though? You always do this. Who's the feature on Black Widow? Who's singing? It? Oh, Katy Perry? Nope. What? Nope. Who's the feature on Black Widow? You do this to me all the time. I'm having revenge. Yeah. Yeah, everyone on the text line knows. You don't know? Yeah, everyone I knows. I have no idea. Oh, Rita Ora. Rita Ora. See, you know, the reason I was confused is I did dig up another banger from 2014. Oh, God. We're oh, doing six. Also a big year for this artist, okay? And there's a feature on this one, too. Since you say I love to do the feature artist so much. Looks like Johnny's computer is finally back up and running. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the songs have the same vibe. Oh, he just said that right. <laughs> Let's rage. Since he already 
said it, I will say, I freaking love Juicy J. You can put on any Juicy J tune from back in the day. That's a hot take. I will rave. Big Juicy J fan. Now here we go. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Good morning. Good morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Oh, we're going to talk about the rhythm of the night, all right. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Yuck. A new survey came out, I guess, analyzing generation by generation, who is getting it on the most? Mm -hmm. Who's doing that dirty? And probably one of the most surprising statistics here say that 65 plus people are having more sex than Gen Z. I believe that. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you think that's... uh... Haven't you ever seen a Gen Zer? Now I sound so old. (laughs) Haven't you ever seen a Gen Zer walking around? They have those sweaters that says, like, virginity rocks. Oh, yeah? Have you seen those? Is that a thing? I haven't haven't seen that. I've seen a few of those sweaters. I mean, I guess the other thing you have to think of is a lot of them are pretty young as well. Gen Z is, what, like, maybe 10 to 25 years old. But there's still a significant amount of that group that is, you know, 18 to 25. Yeah. But apparently it's it's just not as common as a thing. Um, In this, it's saying... Because we all hate each other and don't talk to one another anymore. I guess so. A third of people age 65 and over say they're having sex at least once a day. Really? Yeah. Wow. You go. Hell yeah. Wow, that's surprising. Meanwhile, up to 40% of Gen Z are getting frisky only once a week. Okay. So, what's the reason? Well, what about millennials and boomers? Oh, well, boomers, this is the thing about generations. The way it breaks down is weird. Some of boomers would be 65 plus. Yeah. Um, And then, actually, who do you think has the least out of everyone? We've got... Gen Z, Millennials, Boomers, or, you know, kind of the older generation, and then Gen X. Who do you think gets it on the least? Uh, Gen X. You are correct. Yes. Gen X is, uh, I guess, the least satisfied in that department. I'm trying to find the exact uh, two-fifths of Gen X said uh, they have sex once a week there. And they say only 3% of Gen X are getting it on daily. Wow. Only 3%. And a third of people 65 plus. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah, so they're living their best life Good over for here. Them. Millennials, though, take the cake. Yes, we are getting it on the most. Oh, yay. Couples age 25 to 34, I think, is that sweet spot. Right. 75%. Wow. Having sex on a on a daily basis, I think, is what this is saying. So is this people in relationships? I would assume it would be. Because if you're single, it's hard to have... I mean, who knows? I no, know. I think... I mean, this does say... This, I think, mostly refers to couples in different ways. But I, I think it is. They're saying most sexually active generation. Oh, wow. And I think that that probably would apply to single people, too. Because I got to imagine that's uh, bumping up our numbers quite a bit. Right. You know? Right, right, right. Um... But I'm, I'm just wondering, like, why do you think it is? What do you think it is that, that makes this happen? Why are the 65-plus crowd doing it so much more than Gen Z? Because they know that life is short and they want to enjoy uh, the end of their senior years. Yeah. I have a theory that the music might have to do have something to do with it. Because when you music. think about it, for millennials, you know, we, we apparently are the freakiest demographic. Think about the music that in, like, our, you know, when we were, like, 18, 19, 20, we were just doing that throwback Thursday to 2014. Right. Every song was a banger. Yeah. It was, like, go out to the clubs, hook up with people. Party. Party, party, yeah. party, have sex. That was, like, the message of our generation. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you know, TikTok has kind of changed the way that music works for Gen Z. Songs are a lot shorter, first of all. Right. You got, like, maybe two minutes tops to get it in there. So maybe they're just right. like, this isn't even worth it, man. 
You giving me one TikTok song worth 11? That's not good enough. Why are you basing your encounters <laughs> based on only numbers of songs? Oh. Well, because I'm just saying that it makes a lot of sense. If we're talking about, you know, the 65 plus crowd getting freaky the most, think about the songs that were coming out at that point. They were like five minutes long minimum. Yeah. You throw on like Paradise by the Dashboard Light. It's like a 10 minute song about, about getting it on. You put on Bob Seger Night Moves. And just buckle up for the ride of your life. Oh you know. Gosh. I don't know if I want to. You know when, this. when when grandpa and grandma throw on Stop. night moves, you know exactly what's going down. Oh no. <laughs> like, damn, five and a half minutes, grandpa. Get more legally blessed. Yes. Yeah. Live on the radio. Anna and Johnny, weekday morning, six to ten on 939 Version Radio.